global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And good morning. I'm John Tucker. Uh, markets are lower this morning. Let's go over to the first word breaking news desk for today's morning call. And here's Bill Maloney. Good morning, John. U.S. futures remain under pressure today amid global stock weakness. Dow currently lower by Dow futures currently lower by 58 points. S&P futures dropped six and a half, and Nasdaq futures declined by 20. The U.S. 10 yield at 1.63 percent, and gold futures gain 11. The Nikkei fell 3.5 percent overnight. Shanghai slumped 3.2 percent. While main European markets are also lower, Italy drops 2.3 percent, and the sterling slides to an eight-week low against the dollar. In U.S. deal news, Symantec to buy security firm Bluecoat for $4.65 billion. And in other news, the Nikkei reported iPhone sales said to fall for the first time in 2016, cites person at a major supplier. Also, Valiant CEO bought 4.9 million shares at a price of $24.48. Finally, some of your Wall Street upgrades and downgrades. Buy to cut to neutral versus buy over at Citigroup. AGO's Pharma raised to overweight at J.P. Morgan. Endo International raised to neutral at Mizuho. At Morgan Stanley, Contra Resources raised to overweight and Occidental cut to equal weight. Live from the first of breaking news desk, I'm Bill Maloney. John. All right. Thanks, Bill. And uh, thanks. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg. Uh, to hear that, type Bloomberg, uh, type Squawk Go on your terminal. And that is a Bloomberg business flash. I'm John Tucker. Tom and... John Tucker, thank you so much. Greatly appreciate it. Bloomberg surveillance this morning. With extra data checks brought to you by Invesco, don't settle for average in your portfolio. To Invesco, the right approach means investing with high conviction. Find out more at Invesco.com slash high conviction. We have a high conviction every once in a while, just once in a while. We want to talk to somebody who actually runs money. Jack McIntyre joins us. Venerably with venerable brandy wine as well and global fixed income. Jack, did you get through the weekend? <laughs> uh, it wasn't easy. I didn't sleep very well, but yeah, I yeah. guess uh, I did make it through. What's interesting to me is you and I remember the sweat of 1998. There was a difference. Mm. There was an immediacy. That's really not now, and yet the carnage for institutional money looking for longer duration. Mm. is what do they do? What what do you do in a meeting at 9 a.m. with global yields where they are? Well, you know, okay, so a couple of things. One is that you can't necessarily just look at sort of the nominal yields. I mean, you've got to think, okay, what's underlying that? You've got to, you know, fixed income can serve the purpose of sort of portfolio insurance. Um, You know, we're not finding huge value in treasuries. Um, We've been reducing our exposure, but we haven't gotten out of them. I I still think in this world there's some, you know, you follow the capital, and the capital we think is going to move to where there's actually positive yields, and that's a bias towards more of the emerging markets with the realization, hey, there's going to be some volatility uh, around that. So, you know, you could almost make, uh, I think it's a little bit of the opposite of the late 90s where, hey, maybe there's actually some value in some of the emerging uh, sovereign bonds. How long does that last? All the money comes in and it goes away. Well, that's a, and that's a good point because that's the kind of world we're, we're living in. We're just sort of awash in capital. There's probably, you know, the Larry Summers argument, too much savings. So uh, I, I think we're at 
early in that process. I mean, EM has lagged uh, for years now. This is not a short-term development. Um, you know, it's not just going to be a one- or two-quarter uh, event. I think it's going to, um, you know, maybe last for the next uh, couple of years. Well, what what uh, does this imply? Does it imply that the central banks are, are uh, doing too much? Well, okay, so – I think we are approaching the limitations of monetary policy. So, you know, this is I, – I view this as, okay, hey, what's going on today? The seeds were planted decades ago. It's this secular disinflationary trend. You know, that's the globalization, technology, demographics, too much debt, all that kind of stuff. We're using a – you know, central banks are using a cyclical policy to address this secular trend. Um, so, I, you know, I'm, I'm – they're, and you know they've they've admitted to it as well that you know they're facing the limitations. We need something else. That something else, um, I think it has to come from the the fiscal side of things. And until that happens, um, I still think there's probably going to be some value in in high quality bonds as well as right. those emerging markets. Where's the actuarial assumption now for long term money? You and I are old enough to remember the glories of eight percent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not that anybody ever got the well, double-digit stupidity, but the migration from 8% down to an assumption of 6% return was long and painful. Yes. I have no clue where that number is right now. <laughs> Do you? I'm not sure it's actually even at 6%. I think, uh, and that's a, a problem that, you know, a lot of pension funds are still holding on to. Maybe they've ratcheted from 8 to 7, but uh, we've got oh. to go through a continuation of that. I, you know, the risk is that in, in trying to reach that return objective, they've got to take on more risk, credit risks. They've got to extend out the curve. So as long as we're in a risk-neutral Hey, better yet, risk-seeking environment, that's going to happen. But if we go to risk off, and in you know, the last couple of days we've certainly seen that, that that's going to um, right. you know, result in loss as opposed to meeting that actuarial assumption. Are dividends a proxy for yield? Um, so I'm, I'm from a bond standpoint, so I'm going to give you a little bit of pushback because I think, you know, uh, they certainly can be. But, you know, if we hit that risk-off environment, don't look for the underlying equities to provide that sort of flight to quality. That's why I, I do think you need a barbelled approach. You need some high-quality mm-hmm. duration in the portfolio. You know, in case, hey, we do go into uh, uh, some kind of recession in the U.S. or globally. Is it a concern the Phillies are 10 games back? This early um, in the season? <laughs> it's easy to get tickets to their games. Very uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jack, thank you so much. Jack McIntyre, Philadelphia, uh, Brandywine Global Fix. You know exactly income, what he's talking about. Income. For years, you could go to the Mets <laughs> cheap. Yeah. Now, they're, they're really good. And I can't afford a ticket. Yeah, well, that was great. Jack McIntyre has been running money. And, there, you know, folks, I love to talk to strategists, the sell side, and, you know, the international relations guys we speak to, to talk to people ag- actually with a blotter on their desk and a pencil in their hand. And they come in the morning and they look at outflows, and then they look at where they are. Can be refreshing. Yeah. Mr. McIntyre again with Brandy Wine, affiliated with Philadelphia. The Philadelphia Phillies, I mean, thank God for the Atlanta wow. Braves playing 290 yeah. ball. Uh, both teams are sort of, you know, giving it up as they try to work young players into the uh, lineup. So, no surprise there. I it's really a, the Nationals and the Mets in the, uh, in the East. <clears throat> Should I just roll from the Penguins to the Pirates? Is that a sound strategy? Mm, uh, Pirates are playing well. This is Bloomberg Surveillance. Good morning, Pittsburgh. 
Coming up, the With All Due Respect highlight brought to you by Land Rover. If it's in your nature to cast off the everyday and seek adventure, the Discovery Sport was built to help your search. Visit LandRoverTriState.com or call 1-800-FIND-4WD for details. Land Rover, above and beyond.